Hey friend, if you're an Email Templates 101 owner, be sure to log in and check out the 2024 updates and brand new templates in your course. You'll find a new active listing seller check-in template as well as a new offer delivery template for your sellers, plus lots of fine tuning to the other existing templates. Don't have Email Templates 101 yet? Grab yours now at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash courses. Pick it all up, go to the beach, see if you can do it again. I do think that's a big reason why the podcast was born. Most of mine are I did wrong. This is, <laughs> this is really ironic. What am I missing? What am I missing? I'm just putting along like I did it all wrong. <laughs> I did it all wrong the you first time. I sell houses to all mine. <laughs> I would be a barista. Oh my God, I did not see that coming. <laughs> Hi y'all, welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi Alyssa. Hey Katie. It's episode 195. Okay. This one is, uh, if we had to do it all over again. All over again. We are basically going to talk about if we started over from beginning, like brand new, but also what if you had to pick up today and move across the country and you were like, well, I only know how to sell real estate. I guess I'll do that some more. Yeah. That's what very in the world would you do, right? Very overwhelming to think right, about. Right. Okay. So- how do we want to start this? Because I made like a one, two, three list. Okay. Well, my list for both answers was the same. Oh, great. If I had to start over like in a new city versus if I could go back. Do you want to guess? If you had to start in the, um, what it is. Building a database. Database. Right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> that would be if I had to go back or if I had to start over. It truly is the foundation. For of your sure, business. it's the foundation. But if you don't have people, you don't have a business. Agree. Couldn't agree more. So, as a new agent, uh -huh. I wish I would have started that process a little bit sooner because I had people. Right. I just needed to understand how to get their contact information and use it well. Right. I feel like it took me a few years to really use my database well. Okay. If I was starting over in a new city, mm -hmm. my goal priority number one would be get people in my database. Right. So it would be getting really planted in a church, getting really planted in my kid's school where they are, like meeting as many people as I could okay. on a deep level okay, to be able to add them and build my database right. so that I could start working. That was my step four. Okay, <laughs> great. But I, yes, absolutely. You got to put the people on the database. There's no reason why that can't work in a new city or when you're brand new, obviously. But my number one, if I had to do it all over again, was have a larger financial runway. Mm. I left my full-time salaried retail management job the minute I got my real estate license and picked a broker and 
I left with five weeks of paid time off. So I had five. Wow. I had five. <laughs> I had five weeks of pay. Okay. And I did not close. So that was like the beginning of August, let's call it. And I didn't close until February. So six months later. So okay. you do the math. I had five weeks of pay and six months where I didn't make money. Were you married to Jay? I Jay and I were together. We were not married. We did live together. We shared expenses. Okay. He had a job, but it wasn't so great that we could eliminate my income. Right. There were a lot. We were struggling. There were a lot of tears. There was a lot of stress. There were several times, three months in, where I'm like, this isn't going to work. Remember, and then I had to switch brokers. Mm -hmm. Um, When I'm like, I can't not make money. I didn't have like some some sort of financial support system to fall back on. It wasn't like I went to my parents and said, hey, um, things aren't going great. I'm going to need, you know, some money. Like I had no money. We didn't have money. Things were not good. Yeah. It was bad. Okay. Very bad. Very bad time financially. So I would have a larger financial runway. And I will tell you, I think that a year is too long and uh, unrealistic. Because it's hard for people to save money these days. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to live and things are expensive. What do you mean a year? I think that's, you know, I didn't need a year. I think if I had six months of a runway instead of five weeks of a runway. Yes. um, That would have made a difference. So So how would you have done that? Would you have just not quit your job so soon? Yeah, I think so. While you were. Yeah, I think I would have saved. Getting started. Like I would have saved more, you know, made a better plan for that. Okay. Right. Like, you know. How did you decide to quit? Like, you, did you think that you were going to make money quicker than you did? Of course. You did? Of course I thought I would make money quicker. And I just hated my job so much that I couldn't take another holiday. To be honest, I couldn't take another holiday season. And it was August. And I'm like, it's like impending doom. Like, like, I, I cannot get I cannot do this again. I have found the way out. I'm just going to jump all in. And uh, to be fair, I'm not exactly risk averse. So I was just like, let's just try. Let's just try. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't do that again. Do you feel like it made you work harder? Yes, in some ways. But I also think it made it more stressful. And thus, I didn't build confidence as quickly. Yeah. Because I didn't I couldn't say to my buyer no big deal I'll be here in a year I I didn't know if I was going to be there in a year I'm like you got to buy this house soon it is so hard when you desperately need the paycheck and it is tied to that transaction to advise your clients well yeah and look I I was never unethical but I felt like I couldn't be relaxed in my advice. I couldn't be like, let it go. You don't want, you know, I probably was like, you know, I wasn't going to be like, this house isn't for you. I would, you know, I wasn't like selling anyone anything they didn't want. I wasn't doing anything Mm -hmm. unethical, but I didn't feel comfortable in the frantic nature of if that close didn't happen, I was going to crumble. Like I was going to crumble. Things were going to be really bad. It was going to be tears and misery. And it was very unpleasant. And I think just six months would have been enough for me to be like, okay. But I also think I would have been like, I got a six month runway. And then I am going to have to consider other options. If I can't make anything happen in six months Mm -hmm. with a, you know, six month runway of me working full time in real estate, then it's, this isn't for me. Um, The other thing about my six-month runway, I made a note, is that I would want 
extra money, not like over my living expenses to do things. And this is going to come up in my later things, but you just, you know, you're going to hear why. But I need the money to put into my business to find the people for my database. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to come back to that. So financial runway. Any thoughts? I think that's great. You did better than me. Like you kept your job until you met a certain number. Like, yeah, yeah. I was trying to time it well. And would also you do it the same? Go. I think that that worked out. Okay, so that part good. All right. I wouldn't want to do it again, okay. but it worked out fine. But it, <laughs> right. Like, I, <laughs> okay, and the other thing is, we both started as youngish realtors for the profession and without children. Right. So it is different. I mean, I cannot even imagine, and I know so many agents start, you know, in a career with a family, children they need to feed, and they have to like, you know, kind of navigate, when do I go full time? How, like, how much money do I need to put aside? I can't answer those questions because I didn't do it. Right. And every person's needs are going to be very different. Right. But I think if I went back to start over again today with two children, I, the six months would be a must. A hundred percent. Because I'm like, I we all have you to eat. You can't put your family at risk. No. You have to be financially wise. Right. And plan. Okay. Number two, going back to our sweet episode last week, I would find the right broker. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I did not find the right broker when I started originally. So okay. that is a change I would make. I would look for a mid-sized company with some busy veteran agents that I could help for free to learn or shadow to, to learn. But I need some veteran agents who are busy and available that want to talk to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I need a mid-sized office because I told you last week a large office would have scared me because I know because I did it. Okay. Okay. Not good for not a good fit for me. I would also want to make sure they were an active community that had regular meetings and opportunities for me to be in the office and see them. Sure. I, I, we're not going to call them on the phone. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's weird and awkward and you're just not going to do it. So I need an office space where I can show up and see them and it be more natural, right? Um, the last part of that was I would want an office where I could go in. Okay. I, I couldn't work in the cloud. No. Oh, I see. Yeah. Not as a new agent. No. Okay. Yeah. I can't be in the cloud. I need to go in. I got to see the people because I need to run into these busy agents who are in and out of the office because they're busy agents and be like, hey, you look overwhelmed. Can I help you with something? I'd love to do some termite inspections for free or go to a showing for free. I mm -hmm. need the I need experience. What can you what let me do? can I hold open? Can I print your flyers for free? Can I do anything for free? Can I go on Canva and make you a new business card for free? Like what can I do? Mm -hmm. What can I do? Um, so the uh, find the right broker was next on my list. Oh, but I do have a side note. If I was picking up and moving, so I already had the <laughs> experience that I have and was picking a broker. I also mentioned this last week. I would find one that focused on things that I felt comfortable with doing in my business. So is it a social media focused brokerage? Are they doing old school door knocking, cold calling? Are they um, working for sale by owners and expireds? What are they doing? Right. I would pick someone who like I am now, is maybe more designer staging or focused on things that I enjoy. Like, yes. And are, that's great. Or, or within the realm of my business. Okay. Do you have any thoughts on finding your broker the second time around? I don't have a lot to contribute here because I, I wouldn't change that. 
You, I would do that all the same. I like so far. You're like uh, runway check, broker check. <laughs> okay, we'll see how it goes. Now, if I was starting in a new city, mm-hmm. how would you pick a broker? How would I pick a broker? Gosh, I don't. I would probably talk to our hustle humbly community a little bit now and get some get some feedback and I help. Mean, that's not a bad you know idea. What I would prob- you know what I would do though if I like desperately needed money in the interim while I was getting started all over again. I would be a barista. Oh, my God. I did not see that coming. (laughs) I always – that's the job that, you know, I had a lot of fun jobs. You are such the person, though, that would build a thriving real estate business off of your clients from the coffee shop. Right. Right. I genuinely feel like that would set me up for success in a new city. Because you would meet a ton of people. You have regulars. You would pick the location you wanted to work in. Yes. Oh my god! I see it I all for about you. This. I know. I see it all for you. Maybe. <gasps> uh, yes. I also love. I want everyone to take a moment and appreciate the fact that Alyssa, who has done this for eleven years and is a, you know, performing real estate agent, wasn't above going to a whole new city and working at the local coffee shop in order to meet humans. I would love to do that. I love that. Maybe if I can retire at like forty-five. I can try this. See how it goes. Look, part of me has this deep burning desire to be like, pick it all up. Go to the beach. See if you can do it again. Oh, my gosh. What if you worked at like a coffee shop on the beach? Uh, You could go anywhere you wanted. Oh, my gosh. Why can't you try to build a business anywhere? The the already (laughs) knowing what you know and going somewhere else is way easier than being brand new right these are such two different animals yes if you're already if you are who you are today and just picked up your business and went away even to a place where you knew no one you have a plan and i think that that plan originates from how i got started here a lot of my first deals were from my regulars that I waited their table every Thursday. Mm -hmm. They came in every Friday night. Like, and then as I was, I knew I was approaching leaving them, I was prepping everyone. Like, y'all, I've been your waitress for four years. Now I'm going to be your realtor. Yes. Like I was, I was prepping them and like giving out my business card before I left and saying, this is not the end for us. You know, like we will continue into this next Come have a drink with me this way. Yes. Yes. And so, I attribute a lot of my success in the beginning to my networking I had through my college job. Okay. That makes perfect sense. And so now, I would just repeat that. You would just do it again. Now at a coffee shop. Sit, right. I love Because you're like, maybe I don't want to bartend with my kids and stuff. Right, right. I, I'll do something daytime. Yeah. Early morning. Well, it's funny you should say that because I didn't think about this. But the thing that really catapulted my career early on, now remember, 2006, were online leads. Mm-hmm. So there is a part of me that would probably consider that in a brand new market. And just until I got my feet under me and like had some transactions and some past clients and some people in that database, like sure, I could go back to that. Mm -hmm. Just like you would go back to being a barista. Right. Okay. I really love that. Okay. (laughs) Do you want my third step? Yeah. Brand, this is a brand new thing. I would build immediate confidence by having a complete understanding of how the process works. I did not do this the first time around. In okay. fact, okay. most of mine are I did wrong. 
this is, this is really ironic. You are like the the 30 under 30 top producer. And then here I am on little just putting along like I did it all wrong. <laughs> I did it all wrong the you first time. Okay. But I would build confidence by having the systems in place on how do you work with a buyer and a seller, not fancy, fluffy, shiny, extra stuff, fancy marketing. No, no. How do I show up to a showing and a listing appointment and perform the job that I have been given? I It took me, I am embarrassed to say, nearly probably five plus years to truly put in place a system where I knew this is how I do it. This is how I do it every time. This is what I take with me. This is what I show up with. This is what I provide to clients. And let's not even get into an email template mm-hmm. because I didn't get into that until probably 10 plus years. Well, that's that was something newer to me. And I remember always being turned off by the word like scripts. Like what are right. your scripts? Right. And I was like, I don't want to talk about scripts. I don't want to do scripts. And Connie was the one that was like, you have scripts. Right. What is the thing right. that you say every single time? Like she's the one that pointed it out to me, He's and like, I was like, "You already do." I do. Like you, when you start doing the a, a transaction, mm-hmm. you get a few under your belt. You realize, yeah, a transaction is a transaction, and you have to check the same things. And while the houses and the people are different, the process is yeah. the same. Yeah. And so, I realized that. I had them. I just wasn't utilizing them efficiently, like in the form of a template Mm -hmm. where things were consistent. Right. On that note, though, I had written that I wish I wouldn't have faked it so much like my first (gasps) year or two. Oh, that's a great tip. Like they say, fake it till you make it. Don't do that. (sighs) Don't do that. I became more successful once I started embracing the fact that I was new. Okay, my main note at the bottom was I wouldn't take myself so seriously. Yes. Like, it's not that serious. I did no. not need to be wearing suits. No. I, I did not did not need to take – be a real human. Who you actually are It's going to make you feel comfortable, and then the people around you will feel comfortable and confident in your services. So I, that's a great, great piece of advice. I faked it too much. Like – don't do Once that. I realized how my successful open house was the day I was late. Yeah. I share that story in the open house episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, wow. People prefer it when I am just dressed as myself. Holding your coffee. Holding my mm-hmm. coffee and, you know, having a just normal conversation yeah. and not trying to be so, hi, welcome to the open house. Do you have an agent? Please sign in here. Please sign in. Here's my sign-in sheet. Right. You know, it's no. just no. – It wasn't working. <laughs> no, it really is not – it doesn't work. Uh, okay, so building that confidence by having some systems in place, I would like to say right here, if I were lucky enough to have had the Hustle Humbly podcast, <laughs> I would have definitely been binging that. Um, there were not podcasts when I started. No, there not was many. free education. Sure, I could go the board. I could listen to like a webinar maybe or, you know, it, it was a different time. I, I, I don't – Pinterest didn't exist. I mean, you could Google some stuff. But like if I went back and started again today in today's day and age, it would be different, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, there, we have lots of listeners who are just starting and they're like, they're like, well, I'm on podcasts. I'll go listen to this podcast. 
I left most of the education or like motivation things that I went to feeling very defeated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I do think that's a big reason why the podcast was born Mm -hmm. because I quickly realized that this is what I needed when I was new and I couldn't find it anywhere Right. because I was being told to do all these things that sucked the life out of me. Yeah, you don't want to do and you're not good at. I wasn't good at it. I I left feeling more like a failure and really just hating on myself for not being more aggressive or or doing what I thought I should be Mm -hmm. doing. And so I do think that's a big reason why the podcast was born because I just needed permission to be able to work in a way that was productive yet true to myself. Right. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. What do we mention almost every episode? Email templates. You're right. We sure do. (laughs) And after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have (laughs) copies of the email template. Can you send me a copy of that template? I have never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What? You can get all of our email templates from our course, Email Templates 101. Tell the people about it. Our course has all of the email templates you would need to send to your buyers and your sellers and your clients that are buying and selling at the same time. Exactly. (laughs) To get through every step of the transaction and giving them information that they need for where they are in the transaction. It's great because you never forget to tell them something. Yes, and we've already done all the work for you. We wrote them and you can personalize them. Yes. And just feel organized knowing that you have all the information where it needs to be. And if you purchase Email Templates 101, you do get lifetime access. So occasionally we like to go in and make updates based on the market or if we find a new best practice. And we put that right into the template and you get that updated straight away. It just goes straight to your course. Yep. Right, it's just there. It's It's already in there. It's just already in there. You don't even have to worry about it. We'll send you an email and we'll say, updated. That's great. Where can they find these email templates? You can find the email templates at email templates with an S 101.com email templates 101.com yes head over for reviews and all of the specifics wonderful okay enjoy I have a question for you on my number three building your systems and confidence how did you know what to do on appointments how did you, Alyssa, learned the first time around. Are we getting a check in this box or is there something you would change? So I had in my office Tim D'Angelo. Oh, sweet Tim. Sweet Tim. And before like my first listing appointment, I would go and say, okay, I have my first listing appointment. I know I've taken the listing agreement class, but what do I actually say at the table? You know, Um, my one of my first purchase agreements I ever wrote was on Tim's listing. Thank God. I wrote... I wrote sell okay, I made two mistakes. I wrote seller to pay all of buyers closing costs. You're like, no. And he was like, hey, it has to be a number. Right, right. This because, is an infinite. Right. Every every lender is different. We every right. loan program, we don't know what their closing costs are. I was like, oh, that makes sense. And my uh buyer signed in the seller spot because I just placed the little yellow stickies in the wrong place. Hand sign? No, it was in DocuSign. Like on the DocuSign. So um, I was like, okay, don't submit it. Let me, 
let me rewrite this real quick. But there were people in my office that I could go sit down with. Connie was a huge help. We had classes where mm-hmm. – but if it was a brand new situation that I was prepping for, I just would go and ask a, a new yeah, agent. to walk mm-hmm. – Now, I wish as far as systems go that kind of like you said, I wish that I had realized I had them sooner. Yeah. So that I wasn't working so dang hard. Yeah. And I wish that I would have been more consistent and just kind of expedited the pain process. Right. I feel like I learned everything by trial and error. Yeah. Even though I was taking every class I could or, you know, asking my broker, it still feels very isolating and trial and error in the beginning. And I think if I went back now, I don't know if there just are more resources or if we have literally created the resources that we wanted, Mm -hmm. but I would take an agent systems and be like, okie dokie. Yeah. Like, here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. When I think about being brand new and if someone had handed me in a little bow what I am now handing agents, I would have been like, wait, what? This is it. And Mm -hmm. I'd be like, this is it. I can do this. I can do this. Mm -hmm. That's the difference. When you're trying to piece it all together, it's like, God, it's so much. I don't know if I can do this. Right. But when you strip it all down to what you actually have to do to be good. It is so simple. Super simple. I I did not realize that in the chaos of trying everything. No. No. And and I think that that – I kind of struggled at first with making notes for this episode because I thought – I can't say that if I knew what I know now. Right, 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 right. Like, it took me going through all of that pain. Yeah, Yeah, but Alyssa, let's do it this way. Imagine someone gave you our set of email templates when you were brand new. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) But just think about all the situations that we're building on from our experience to create this, this template, which is what we were using in our current 10 years plus deep businesses because we knew all of these things about all of these trial and error transactions we've been through. And then someone could have just handed it to you on day one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You would literally not have to have learned the hard way on some of those things. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have had to learn the hard way that the seller has to be reminded over and over again in a vacant house, don't turn off the utilities. Right. Or else we're not going to get to closing on time. Like you've Mm got to leave them on. But I wouldn't have known that. But if I had bought the templates and I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, yeah. Like you, you could have learned the transaction just by reading those. You're so, you're right. You know how many new agents have bought the templates and said to us, these have made everything make so much more sense to me. It's made so much easier. Like I'm not afraid I'm missing something. That's how I lived. That's the point. What am I missing? uh, What am I missing? When you're brand new, you live in constant fear that you're forgetting something, that you're going to be sued and that you're going to do something wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? But if someone had told you, here you go, here are the things you need. You don't have to worry. If you do these things, you're going to be okay for the most part. Sure. Okay, go. Yeah. Then you'd have time to go build that database, right? Mm-hmm. To go meet people and not be nervous and worried. Like the thought of moving away to my beach house mm-hmm. and starting my new career as a barista, mm-hmm. knowing that I have Trello and my email templates would make life a lot easier. Right, because that fully transfers, right? Yeah. So like it, that's, the other, that's the other thing. If I was starting all over again in a new place, I'm going to go with my buyer, my seller folder. It almost barely changes at all, right? Mm-hmm. It's still me providing these services. I'm going to do better at picking a broker. I'm going to have my email templates. Now it's really only finding people. Right. 
The only part you need is to find people. Oh, she's got a thought. So that brings me to number four on my list of seven things I would do to do it all over again. Um, I would build and use my database earlier and and more effectively, right? Yes. So if I was in a brand new place, though, this is going to require some strategies. Yeah. Like you said, I would want to meet people. And this is where it comes into my longer runway and my extra monies to do things. Well, I want to go to the exercise class. Mm-hmm. Dollars, dollars. Mm-hmm. I need to pay, right, to meet people in the exercise class. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a new hairstylist. I want to go regularly every six weeks so I can meet them and get ingrained with them and they can maybe buy a house for me or tell their other clients. If your hairstylist in your new location already has a realtor they refer, quit and move on to another hair, hairstylist. Yeah. We're taught, we got to meet people who know people. Right. Uh, but that takes money, right? So I want to go regularly every six weeks. I want to go to the dentist and the massage therapist. Basically, your self-care should be so on point in your new location because that's how you're meeting people in the community. Yeah. Right? For sure. Like go out and do the things. I sell houses to all mine. <laughs> right? So you got to go find these people yeah. that you're going to see on a regular basis, but you're going to have to have the cash to do that. Right. Am I going to go get a facial every six weeks um, if I'm struggling with money? No. Right. But if I want to go find one more person that could be a client and maybe it's the person who does the facial, mm-hmm. got to have money for that. And in a few episodes from now, when we talk about the side hustle that pertains to real estate, mm-hmm. you know, starting in a brand new city as a realtor, um, working in a real estate office, learning the admin side of that office as you're also an mm-hmm. agent. You know, we have a, a new agent that worked at the front desk for about yeah. three months while they were just getting used to it and coming in. One of our top producing agents in my office, her husband got transferred and she was like, I, I, you know, we're probably only going to be here for a few years, but we plan to come back. So she didn't necessarily want to try to start from scratch to build a book of business. Yeah. So she went and worked for a builder for those years. Stayed. Yeah. That's real estate related. She felt comfortable and knowledgeable there. And then they came back and she just had to reach out to her contacts and say, I'm back. And now she's back in business doing better than ever. Love that. Yeah. Okay. I love that. It was nice seeing it happen to someone I know and seeing that it worked out. Right. Okay. I love that. What else would you do to build your database? That's the one we're on. I think is the most important one in a new location that people need some ideas for. Hmm. What what else would would you you're going to be a barista? I'm going to be a barista. But what hap- what else happens? I'm going to be very involved in the kids' school with meeting yes. parents. I had that one on my list. Got to meet the parents. I actually have a deal right now with one of Haven's little friends' parents. Oh, but I'm did like, you meet God. them at school? Yeah, love that. Yeah, it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that it's going to be about. I, my time is limited, so I need to double up these things. Yeah. I need to be involved in the school. Mm-hmm. So while I am there, am I being intentional about the relationships I'm forming? Like Connie always says, if you go to the lunch and you sit in the back and you talk to no one, you may as well not have gone. Right. It doesn't – It's, it's not like about, it didn't happen. It's not about attending. It's right. about mm-hmm. being intentional while you are yep. there. So making sure that, you know, your email signature is ready to go so when you email the PTA – they're like, oh, Alyssa Jenkins is the realtor. You just breezed over a really good one. What does your email signature say? Yeah. Like, make it look good. Then join the PTA or the volunteer group or the whatever. And then it's there. Be the secretary. Yeah. 
I'm here. Mm-hmm. Be the room mom. Here yeah. I am with my email signature every time you get an email from me. I'd probably also go back to like open houses. Yeah. While, and that's also good to just learn neighborhoods, do, subdivisions. I was say, do you think you would be more or less geographically intentional? Definitely. That is something I would change. My At first, and I eventually did tweak that, when I first started doing open houses for other agents as a new agent, I was just kind of wherever. Yeah. Then I realized, okay, I need to, this is my area that I like. And then I started seeing repeat visitors. Right. You know, so it's, it's just kind of a, I realized that that was important. Yeah. I think that maybe the overall, um, kind of theme of this would be you need to be a regular and and be out in the community. Yeah. So you need to be regular in your ho- open houses. You're always in this area. Is just the same as you need to be a regular at the local coffee shop. You need to be a regular at a couple of restaurants nearby. Like pick an pick a location and be like be everywhere. It's kind of like when you're new to an area, you really need to embrace local. For sure. Like find oh those my God, places. So much. Yes. Embrace it and really get and to know And then like go people. up to the owner at the boutique and be like, I'm new here. Like, mm-hmm. what are the good restaurants around? Like, what's a good place to work out? Like, mm-hmm. what, you know, they're going to love, people love helping people when they're new to an area. Yeah. Picture yourself as a kid. How did you like it when a new student came to class? Like new in the middle of the year. Oh, hey, friends, we have a new student. Did you have a feeling about this? Sure. Like, great. No, this is me. This is my feeling. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm going to tell them everything. I want to make best friends with them. Like, I'm like, new blood. Like, I'm so excited to talk to the you new blood. You wanted a new friend. Yeah. But trust me, the, like, owners of these small businesses where you have gone are, are sometimes treated by the locals as just, like, you know, I already know too many people. I'm not right, worried about right, meeting yeah. you. Like they're in the they're in their establishment, whatever. Maybe it's the pizza parlor owner or whatever, and they're just like so excited to have business, and they're bored, and they're like, "You come in and like tell me about the local parks. Where should I go play? Yeah, with my kids. Mm-hmm. Great. I think you. Yeah, you'd be. People s- like to help. They really do. Mm-hmm. They really do. Okay. Um, would, are, you, are you done with database, you feel like? You, yeah, I think so. All right. First and fourth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, number five. Do you want to guess my number five? I feel like you're going to know this one. The number five thing that I would do now that I have these things in place, if I had to do it all over again, that I didn't do when I started because mine are all where I failed. Okay. I would get my butt on the social media immediately sooner day one yeah same day one Mm -hmm. day one i would have whatever ones i'm gonna be on i don't care tiktok linkedin um instagram facebook i don't care pick pick at least two Mm -hmm. and i would have been like this is my strategy and i'm gonna stick to it and i'm gonna go follow every local business and i'm gonna go talk to them and i'm gonna go make comments and even if i was scared to death that I didn't know what I was talking about in real estate, I would be building solid relationships with people in the community. Yeah. Whether I was brand new or in a new place. Sure. And it would be, I mean, like, you could do this in your pajamas Mm -hmm. while you're unpacking your house in your new beach house. Yeah. Like, these... Following all the local accounts and commenting and every time you meet someone at school, you add them on your social media. Yep. Yep. I would have a strategy and I would, and I would work it and I would be like, you know, consistent. 
I love that. It would be, I can't even imagine, like, part. that's the part of me that wants to move and be like, let's try this again. Yeah. Because, I mean, it it feels like it's not that hard. I know. It feels like it's not that hard. We're prepared now. Right. Um, Okay. Number six on the, if I had to do it all over again list is I would be better at email. Okay. Marketing. Oh, okay. Email marketing. So as I'm building this database, I would be better at, you know, being a local events expert or sending some kind of good newsletter that they wanted to read. Or maybe I would keep asking them in the newsletter, hey, still new here. Like, what do you like about, like, where do you go for this? Or where do you go for that? Or who's, right. who's the best bakery? Or like, I'm trying out these things as a newbie. Follow along. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't you do that? So easy. People try to pretend like they're, you know. Stop faking it. Fake it till you make it. it. I'm like, why wouldn't I just be like, hey, email friends, there's, we're up to six of you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I'm trying out this bakery as a newbie to town. I don't know if you, any of you've gone. All six of you. Tell me what what you like there. I'll tell you what I like next month or next week or however long I want to do this. Can you imagine? It'd be great. God, it just... And it feels like it'd be fun. Yeah. Well, you're doing it now. I know. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. And it is fun. It is fun. That's my point. Yeah. That's the point. Okay. I have um, one final number seven. Okay. Give it time. Hmm. I would give myself more time to understand that your business isn't going to take off right away. I mean, obviously, I got my six months of runway. That's important. But I would also just remind myself that consistency is key. Like you have to have strategy and you have to work it for an amount of time. Right. I can't just say, oh, well, the bakery owner didn't talk back to me. I'm <laughs> never going to message them again. Sure. Well, you got to keep keep at it. Keep showing up. Keep buying more cupcakes. Boy, I bu- probably buy a lot of cupcakes. Yeah. I mean, but you, you got to keep at it. Mm-hmm. So I think I would be better at just giving it some time mm-hmm. and not jumping from one thing to the next. I, there's no way for me to have known this then, okay. but there were some, th- I was, I kind of had the opposite problem Okay, where I, if someone said to try this, you did, I did. And maybe even too long. Oh, like how I call it a hundred for sale by owners. I feel like by 40, you, you could have, uh, yeah, you could think I could have cut that figured off. out that but you didn't that like it. Right. And it wasn't working. But then I was very much sucked into that message that you had to be uncomfortable. Right. So I thought, well, I'm very uncomfortable. So I guess I'm doing something right, even though I never saw a dollar from calling 100 for sale by owners. Right. Yeah. I should have called that sooner and and done something better with my time. But I was Mm -hmm. committed to really giving it a go. But you know, that just made me think of something. Like, you're like, <laughs> I tried. I tried. Um, what if you went and toured all the for sale by owners? Not as a tactic, but because you're getting familiar with the area and just go in and be like, hey, I'm brand new to the area. I'm a brand new agent. And I just wanted to see some houses locally. Mm-hmm. Your house was available and I'd love to take a look. Sure. They might be like, hmm, mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. She's working you're it. You're a nice person. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need you to help me. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other yep items tell me okay so you know you're very buyer heavy when you're new yeah i was looking back you know at some old emails now back then when inventory was in abundance <laughs> and i could sh- i would show like 
15 houses a day. I can't even imagine Why anymore. did I do that? I did it too. Why did we do Alyssa, that? There are listeners right now who've never shown more than two, three, <laughs> four houses in an outing. I did 15 on the regular. Me too. Like Saturday was like, if it was in your price range, we saw it. It is a marathon. I was not at that time, good at giving guidance. Uh-huh. I wasn't checking property disclosures. Mm-hmm. So then if you fast forward, so I was looking through some like sent emails, you know, they, they're they there. So it would be like I was year two and yeah, okay, we're confirmed to see all 15 houses from your list. <laughs> then like six, seven, eight months later, a year later, I have a list of 15 houses and I had them color coded into- like, we're not doing this. Green, orange, and red. Mm-hmm. Red was like, look, I checked the property disclosure. It's a no because of this reason. Or this one is now pending. It's a no. Orange was like, yeah, I think it could be a good option. But you said you wanted a garage. Right. And none of the ones in orange have a garage. Right. And then green was like, hey, this is in your price range. And it checks all your boxes. Let's go. Let's go see these three. Three. But back in the beginning, I just wasn't. I didn't feel maybe confident enough to give guidance. Like right. I was kind of just being a door mm-hmm. opener. Yeah. And so I would have – I should have at least checked property disclosures before showings. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, should have done that. Yeah. Should have done that. Um, So I, I would go back and do that differently. Okay. I would have given more guidance and said – and felt the confidence to say, you said you had to have a garage. Right. That it was a non-negotiable. So we yeah. do not need to go see this house. Mm-hmm. Some of those confidence things will build over time, but yeah. hopefully it builds faster mm-hmm. if you're using the process. Mm-hmm. All right. What else? That was my last thing, really. Okay. Um, I did bring some visual aids for all the people out there who are just so worried, taking themselves seriously <laughs> and trying to fake it till they make it. Um <laughs> Now, let's go back, way back in time to 2005 when I started. Um, I have kept all of my business cards. I have shared them on social media before, and many of them are fully embarrassing. And um, I just want everyone to know that you can change. Yeah, you can like, change. But let's let's start with the with the good side for YouTube. I'll have to post them because they're so little. But these are my new beautiful cards that I've been proud of for the last several years. Yeah, I mean, at least the yeah, last yeah. five years. I'm. I love this picture of you. Thank you. I I love that card. I feel like this is the agent I would go to get a beer with. Yeah. Like hey. Hey. That sounds nice. fun. Right. Um, the the old ones though, mm, man, they're 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 something. They are truly something. Like it is disturbing. Jay and I for one hot minute we're on a team together. I can't believe that. And one side of the card, it was like good and evil though. One side of the card was white and his side of the card was black background. <laughs> and they're awful. They're awful. So many of them are awful. I'll share them on the social medias. But my point mm. is, um, just don't take it so seriously. Yeah. it's Whatever you do now is going to be leaps and bounds ahead of what I did then. So here's some more super embarrassing things. Um, I brought some of my first mailers where I'm like to my database. This is hideous. Who it does? Is. It's who, bad. Who? Who does this? <laughs> no, look. On, a stick figure snowman. On, ho- on Halloween, I sent a maze. Ooh, Look at that. Like, you can do, do a maze. I mean, if you want to, no, it's em- so embarrassing. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be a scary experience. Oh. Right? Let me help you get through your real estate maze. That's so clever. Cute. Fine. But I mean, I put that in the mail 
like as a postcard, this is embarrassing. Mm. It's pretty embarrassing. I'm not going to uh, keep going, but I will tell you, I tried lots of. You have a whole stack of things. They're unpleasant. Uh, they're really, truly unpleasant. Um, and here's my original announcement. Oh. From my first office. And this is how basic and ugly and boring it was. There's not even a picture of you. Well, I put a little business card in the bottom. Oh. But I mean. So generic. It's no personality. No personality. Horrible. If I had to do it all over again, I would just be like, here's my corgi. And you, were you and happy with it at that time? I don't think I was. No. No, I think I was like, this is what they said to do. Right. I'm doing it. So I'll do it. And at the end of the day, I was like, I just got to do what I got to do. Right. But the truth of the matter was I wasn't like proud. I didn't go, wow, look at these hideous mailers. I'm so excited <laughs> about them. I'm like, now... I think there was no Canva, y'all. There was you have so <laughs> many tools at your disposal that is that are free. Everything should be pretty now. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard to make things pretty. I know it's just not like when I started. It was like uh, I'm like using a Word doc or something. Yeah, I love how different our journeys have been. I uh, very different. <laughs> Very different. I want you to tell also quickly, um, the other day we were talking about this and I didn't even really think about it or realize it. You know, y'all, Alyssa started when she was very young. How old are you? 22? Yeah. Okay. Very young. Alyssa made 30 under 30. And we were talking, I was like, do you realize how amazing that is? In all of the realtors and all of the land, you were in the top 30 under 30 in a magazine article. And she's just like, yeah, but I mean, there weren't that many. Like when I was a young realtor, there wasn't a lot of young people in the business. Right. Now there is so many young people in the business. I, do you, I would love to know the stats on if it's truly so many more now or if you just you can see it you i mean people are getting out of high school and getting their real estate license good right off the bat good i know they are there are way more young people now i should add that to if i had I to do it all over again i wouldn't go to college i'd go to real estate school yeah 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 i mean you you went all the way through your mba i did but that's where a lot of my clients came then from. that's fine you know what i mean right i, I mean, would like, never take it away i had the no, best time i wish you i did. could still be in college great great um, but yeah, I just, I think because of social media, like when you, when you started, it wasn't really there. When I started, it was like newer. Yeah. And now it's, it's like, if you can be a TikTok star, you can be a realtor. Yeah. Is how it's portrayed. And so I think the buzz of social media is why now we have so many younger agents yeah. because it's just very, it's pretty, it looks fun, it's in your face. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's very easy to get your license. Yes, but the end of the story for me that was such an aha was, you were like, yeah, but you got 30 under 30 in your sixth year in the business. Right. You weren't new. No. You were just literally a younger age. Yes. Like, you weren't brand new and you were recognized by like the realtor magazine. Correct. You had been doing it for six years. I am constantly, even today, telling people, I am in year 12. Right. Do not compare your year two. Right. You can't do all no. those things. No. In year two. I I was not no. there in year two. No. No, no, no. That made me think of something. One last thing. If I was picking up and moving to the beach house and starting again, I also don't think you can be too good to go help a producing agent there. No. Hey, can I do your open houses? Yeah. Can I 
tag along with you to a closing. Like there are differences in different places. Like you can't be too good to train. No. Or, or, you know, like, and I think that maybe sometimes we get in, even we see new agents who come in a little bit feeling like they're entitled to their friend's business or entitled to their family's business or their- You are entitled to nothing. No, never. <laughs> like even even if I had 17 years of experience and I went to a brand new location, I'm not entitled to any business. Yeah. You have to work for it, mm-hmm. right? You have to learn and prove that you're going to do a good job. Right. Okay. I don't have anything else. Okay. Oh, I do have one more thing. <laughs> Just kidding. JK. <laughs> 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 um, yes, we have resources. No, this was not an episode to uh, promote our resources. However, if you were starting over again, and I've had a lot of people ask this question, we now have the database course and email templates. You do not need to start with email templates if you have no clients. Right. You need to start with the database course to get clients, to have that set up. Then you need email templates. You know, you don't... You, you don't want to put the cart before the horse. Right, right. Who am I going to communicate with? Now, <laughs> reading the email templates probably is a good lesson in transactions. Yeah. But not necessary at the beginning. Database is necessary. Database, sure. necessary. If you need the house, then you could do agent systems. That's a necessary. Templates are going to come after that. Right. Because you have to have a client. Yes. Okay, that's all. Great. I swear that's all. How do they get the database course? Thedatabasecourse.com. Or they can um, go to hustlehumblypodcast.com. Great. They're all there. Everything's there. They're all on hustlehumblypodcast.com. Okay. Easy peasy. Okay. Today's toast comes to us from Stephanie Witt. She is toasting to Bethany Fincato. Okay. I'm making my best effort there. Okay. So Stephanie says um, that Bethany is my team leader and has helped me so much In just the eight months in business, oh, wait, she says, I just got in the business eight months ago. And when I did, I was totally lost. I was trying a little bit of everything and giving up. Oh my God, how do these always work out so perfectly? Perfect for this episode. I spent a ton of money when I was not making any. She has completely changed all of that for me. Oh my God. So Bethany, great. Cheers to you. Yeah. You were helping Stephanie get through this. What do you do when you start? Yeah. Don't spend money. And don't give up on things. Right. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Stephanie, so much for the perfect toast. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to ratethispodcast.com slash hustle humbly and leave us a review or drop a comment if you're listening on Spotify. If you have an episode topic or someone you'd like to toast on the show, please email us at team at hustlehumblypodcast.com. Find us on social media at Hustle Humbly Podcast. Don't forget to find all of the free resources at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. See you next week. This is the good life.